Welcome to On Call with Dr. Anselm Anyoha. In this podcast, learn about the social, emotional, and physical health of children and their journey from birth through preschool and beyond. Find compassionate answers to issues parents and children face and that pediatricians encounter every day. Discussions in this podcast are not meant to diagnose or treat any conditions. Parents and caregivers, talk with your children's pediatricians or doctors about topics and perspectives presented here. You are on call with Dr. Anselm Anyoha. Hello, everyone. Today, we'll be talking about how children acquire language, understanding what the process is, and things to look for as a new parent. Children don't wake up one morning and start talking or using their words. A newborn will start listening to their caregiver's voice and respond to touch, their emotions, and their facial expressions. They learn to respond and communicate what they're feeling. You might hear them cooing or crying, smiling or gurgling and giggling. Before long, babies will start to imitate the sounds of vowels. It may sound like babbling, but these sounds are the beginning of language. In this episode, Dr. Anyoha will share what happens when babies learn to use words, how to encourage early language, and how parents can spot the signs of communication challenges like autism. Welcome, Dr. Anyoha. Can you share with us why this topic is so important? Thank you so much, Paula. The reason why I think this is important is the awareness of autism in society and the prevalence of children who cannot use their words, who have speech challenges and use of words challenges. This is usually a thing that frustrates parents. It frustrates the child because the child cannot communicate with the parents and the parents cannot communicate with the child. Infants and children throw in tantrums because their parents cannot understand them. So I think it is a very important topic to talk about. What are some of the early signs that parents should look for that a baby is on a good path to speech development or where they might need to pay more attention to what's going on? When it comes to talking and the use of words, there are two parts to that. Number one is the ability of the child to understand to comprehend. And the other part is the ability of the child to express themselves. The parents are looking for signs that their newborn, their baby, their infant can understand them. And they're also looking for signs and clues that indicate that the baby is able to express themselves. So what are some of the steps that a baby will reach as they're developing language? Okay, so let's look at a one-month-old baby, for example. Signs that a one-month-old can comprehend language, comprehend words around them, include listening. A one-month-old is able to listen and is able to turn to a mother's voice. A one-month-old could be able to discriminate or differentiate between mother's voice and the voice of a stranger. A one-month-old is able to cue into a mother's voice instead of a stranger. So that shows a one-month-old can understand and comprehend. At age two months, for example, they can show surprise. They can show some anger, especially if you don't do things their way. They can frown. These are the things that shows a two-month-old can 
actually understand what's going on in their life. And then the ability to express themselves, they can make some cooing sounds and they can cry. They can have body language that shows that they're happy or not happy. So at every stage of development, there are clues and indications that point to comprehension and expression of communication. That's what parents should be looking for. At three months old, the baby or infant could be looking around for where the sound is coming from. So that shows that they're tuned into the environment and tuned into what's going on as a form of communication. On the production side, a three months old is able to uh, laugh, smile, goggle, uh, giggle. So these are the things that parents could look for at age three months. If the baby's not cooing, if the baby's not smiling, at age three months, four months, you should bring to the attention of the pediatrician. You don't have to wait until 12 months or 15 months of age to bring these concerns to the attention of pediatrician. So every milestone, every stage of development is very important. Another very important milestone is the ability to babble. At five months, most babies are trying to experiment with the sounds that they pick up from adults and siblings around them to see how it feels in their mouth. So about five months, six months, most babies are beginning to babble. I use some consonant words too. If baby is not babbling, I will bring it to the attention of pediatrician. I think the other milestone is after age 12 months, when most parents begin to notice that their child is not speaking, using words and talking. Because a 12 months old would have one word, right? 15 months old, supposed to have at least about four to six words. At age 18 months, most babies should have 30 to 40 words vocabulary. So if that doesn't materialize, the parents begin to worry and it becomes clear that this baby is not talking as they should talk. They shouldn't wait for the baby to reach 15 months to realize that this baby is not on the right path to language acquisition. Let's assume a parent is able to pick up on these cues and the pediatrician says, yes, you know what? This is something we should look into. For me, the most important indication is when an infant is not fully engaging with the environment. Engaging means smiling, following directions, looking around to see who's coming, who's going, where is that toy, general interaction. If not, it's not happening. The reason why an infant might not be engaged in the environment is because they're not hearing. Sometimes babies or infants can be born with a problem associated with their hearing up in their inner ears, which creates challenges for them to hear what others are saying. To interact with the environment is very important. If a baby is not interacting with the environment, I will be very concerned and bring it up to the pediatrician. Let's say a baby has been examined and their hearing is okay, but a pediatrician thinks they may be on the autism spectrum. A lot of parents might be concerned. They might wonder what to do. Can you tell us how you reassure parents and what might happen next? So the first thing is to link the parents to a specialist, a program 
called the Early Intervention Program. Usually in Connecticut, where I practice, uh, there is a local birth to three program. A birth to three program is a program where we send kids or referred parents and someone from birth to three will come to the parent's house and stay with this family and get a more comprehensive assessment of the infant's capacity to interact, to communicate, to socialize, and to move, motor movement. They will do a compressive assessment. Remember in my practice, for example, I might have just 15 minutes to make my determination. And sometimes they spend hours assessing the baby and determine whether the baby or infant indeed has challenges. And if they do, they set up parameters for early intervention to help them with speech, language, and use of words. What I tell parents is the earlier you do this, the better. If parents have a child who may be on the autism spectrum, can you share with our listeners how you encourage parents in your practice and through your experience? Parents, sometimes they get advice from people who are not knowledgeable. I see that a lot. They're telling them to wait that their grandfather talked at age two years. Therefore, this baby is going to talk when they're two. X and Y talked at age four years. This baby is going to talk at age four. <laughs> so what I do is whenever they come in, I kind of remind them, hey, have you made a call? Did they come to your house? And the parents will say, oh, I've, I lost the number. I'll call tomorrow. So I keep reminding them. Every time they come, I keep reinforcing, reminding, constantly assessing the child. I tell parents is the earlier you do this, the better the outcome. Then the child will be able to get all the intervention and resources they need. So that's very important. That's going to help make the child grow and flourish into a wonderful human being. Thanks for joining us for this episode. To answer questions you may have in a future podcast, write to Dr. Anyoha on his website at modernerapediatrics.com. Listen to On Call with Dr. Anyoha wherever you find your podcasts.